Christ. We're a pioneer church based in Loughborough in the UK. Our mission is to make disciples to establish heaven on earth. You will have gathered from the amount of Jesus content so far that this summer we are fixing our eyes on him again and recentering him in our lives. Um, and so we're going to continue with that now, looking specifically at Jesus's compassion, which is something that we do see a lot in the New Testament, either really specifically named or just through his actions. But originally, when I thought about compassion, I thought, oh, that's quite easy just to glance over as quite a basic word. Like um, maybe Jesus saw some people and was kind to them, or Jesus saw some people and wished them well. But I think in that one word, there's a real insight into the depth of his love for his people that's a bit more than first meets the eye. The dictionary definition of compassion is essentially to sympathize with someone's suffering, and to feel compelled to change something about it. Compassion, then, can't be understood as something which is pitying or passive, but it's an active involvement in the lives of others, which understands and helps to alleviate their struggle. So, for Jesus to offer compassion to the people he met and meets down by his spirit, looks like him understanding our pain because he came and lived with us, but also consistently being seen to approach the unapproachable and unappealing people that were around him. Compassion is love in action, love which propels us from our seats and means that we can no longer do nothing when we see someone who isn't thriving. That person who isn't thriving isn't just like a stranger that we walk past there, is it? Like right now, I'm not thriving 100% and I don't think we ever all are 100% okay. And so this is relevant to us as individuals as well as just the way that we view other people. Because he lived here and because he died for us, Jesus can no longer bear to sit still and do nothing when we're not okay. And there is definitely still a mandate, though, for us to have that same stirring of heart towards others. Compel them to come in so that my house may be full, it also says in the Gospels. So let's just, before we carry on, have a little self-check um, to see you know, where our hearts are at and where we might be lacking. I know for me that the combination of COVID and final year has been really strenuous. It's left me feeling a bit battered at times. That doesn't mean that I'm not having a really lovely time generally, but we can just glaze over things, can't we, sometimes? I read a quote on Facebook recently, which is not necessarily the source of all wisdom, but, you know, um, and it says, look closely and you will see we are all carrying bags of cement on our shoulders. So there are things that weigh us all down and mean that we can't always participate to our best ability. Hold them now, name them to yourself, and just think as we go on what it means by Jesus wanting to remove those things from you. A really powerful example of Jesus' heart in action is his cleansing of the leper, which in Mark chapter 1, verse 41, is described as when Jesus moved with compassion, stretched out his hand and touched the leper and said to him, I am willing, be cleansed. In this instance, I am willing can also be translated as I desire, 
So the desire of Jesus' heart is to come closer and to make the man clean again, to restore what once was and what could be purely because his heart was stirred. That in itself I find quite mind-blowing because Jesus could have desired anything like power or greatness and he would have been fully entitled to them. But actually what he most wanted was to come closer than close to unclean people, which does raise the bar of humility a little bit, doesn't it? But that, um, that one statement I don't think actually comes close enough to actually summarize and go deep enough into the transformation that Jesus coming close to us um, actually brings about in our own lives. There's another more detailed account of cleansing lepers in the Bible, and that's in Leviticus chapter 14. Um, and in that chapter, um, the leper, which we can also just substitute for like person who is suffering, person who is not quite themselves, Um, They're actually exiled from the camp and they're not allowed to be in community with the people of Israel, which sounds rough. Um, But the priest leaves the camp to meet the leper in their suffering. And then once they've been cleansed, he brings them back into the community. And I think this is the good bit. They then become the recipient of a blessing and an anointing. And that, that blessing, the exact same one, is seen a few chapters earlier Um, in the anointing of priests, um, which might be like, oh, fun fact. But um, it's really profound because it means that the person goes from being socially rejected to specially anointed, as the priest, driven by their need to reconcile, is compelled towards them in their suffering. In this, I think we find a key truth, that when Jesus' hand of compassion is allowed to work in transforming our suffering, He always makes us more than before. We're always lifted to a higher calling and identity. If you're around a few years ago at the OH one, well, the OH weekend away, there was a speaker called Gerard Kelly, and he said, restore is more than before. Restore is more than before. Um, Because it's in our weaknesses that we are primed for being made more into the image of God, and he gets infinite glory. But it's perhaps good to notice first that we've been talking about receiving Jesus's compassion, but that's not necessarily a very easy thing to do. Um, If you're anything like me, then it's way easier to give compassion than to receive it, because then you have to acknowledge that you don't actually have the resources all the time and that you're lacking, which is quite humbling, but not very comfortable. So if the only thing that you do as we respond today is just ask God to learn how to receive from him, then that's probably a gathering very well spent. Um, But I'm looking around this room as well and seeing a lot of people with a sense of calling towards helping other people to thrive and to become the best versions of themselves. And then if that's you, I definitely invite you first to take some time to receive Jesus's hand extended out to you and to fill up your own supply of his compassion first so that you don't run out of steam um, as you go on a really valuable ministry. Because he's always looking to bring you into more of who you are made to be and all of the people around us through us too. But some questions to reflect on. I think the band are going to come up in a minute as well. And whilst they're they're leading us in some more worship, where in your life are you not feeling able to be your best self? 
Where do you need to receive God's compassion afresh to draw you into more of what he has for you? Are there any people or localities that you feel your heart stirred towards? How can you reach out your hand to help them become all that they have been made to be?